Hey, mamas, today I want to talk about expanding your capacity. When we expand our capacity as individuals, we give ourselves the ability and the space to have more good things in our life. If you keep feeling like you just keep hitting the same walls or you just can't seem to grow beyond a certain point in your home life, your mothering, your goals, your personal development, your relationships, your finances, or your health and fitness, despite your best efforts to create change, then I believe there is a very good chance that your capacity is limited. When you're living with limited capacity, you simply cannot handle the growth that you want. But once you're aware of where the boundaries of your current capacity is, you can take the steps to expand those boundaries and finally reach new heights and work towards your personal potential. Today, I'm bringing you five tips of ways to expand your capacity. This is the Mama Miracle Morning Show, a personal development podcast for moms, hosted by your favorite lifestyle coach, Sarah Munder. Each week, Sarah will bring you bite-sized mom motivation you can listen to first thing in the morning or any time of day for some quick inspiration so you can get your mind right before your mind goes wrong. Let's take back the power we have as moms to steer our family's life in the right direction each and every day so we can create the life we want and deserve. Ready, mamas? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Mama Miracle Morning Show. Before we jump into our topic, I wanted to give a shout out to my favorite review this week by Grace SK. She said, I was just listening to Sarah while folding laundry, and it really made me think about my current goals and priorities in my life. I will continue to pinpoint my top priority and set realistic goals to achieve them in the near future. I've been following Sarah on Instagram as well, and I'm truly inspired and encouraged by her outlook on life and her wonderful holistic insights. Great work, Sarah. I'll be listening. Thank you so much, Grace SK on iTunes. I appreciate your feedback. It definitely helps me grow the podcast. It helps other moms know whether or not this podcast is for them. And if you want to have your review featured on the Mama Miracle Morning Show, then just go onto iTunes and please leave a rating and review. I'm kind of obsessed with the topic of expanding your capacity right now. It's kind of a big one in the life coaching world. And it's funny how you can know what a concept is, but until you put it into words and give it a name and think of how it applies to your life, you don't fully appreciate how powerful it can be in your life. And so when I first heard the term capacity relating to personal growth, I was like, oh my God, nailed it. This is exactly what I want to focus on growing in my life right now. And I'm so excited to hopefully motivate you to grow in your capacity as well. What do I mean by expanding your capacity? All of us have a current capacity or bandwidth for handling stress, stimulation, and growth. And our capacity is flexible. It can grow and it can shrink. If you found yourself in an accident, say, and it confined you to a bed, obviously your capacity would be limited for a certain time. But imagine what that experience could do for you on a long-term basis and on your long-term capacity to handle hardship, and pain in your life. These are the types of challenges that stretch us. Imagine yourself inside a protective bubble. 
This bubble is all around you, and sometimes it grows, sometimes it shrinks. Everything you are able to handle and process in your life fits inside your capacity bubble. All of the stress, relationships, productivity, money, tasks, interactions, stimulation, and accomplishments fit inside your personal capacity bubble. Wherever you are in each of these areas of your life reflects where your current capacity boundaries are. If you are able to be fully present in any one area of your life, then you are within a comfortable capacity. And once you get to that place, you can intentionally challenge yourself to grow in your capacity to take on even more good things. It could also be that one area of your life is filling your capacity bubble and totally maxing you out, causing you to not be able to be fully present in other areas of your life. For example, this was school for me. When I got pregnant with my first child, I went back to college to get my degree, and between being a mom and being in school, I felt completely maxed out. If you are a mom and you're in school or you're a working mom or you have both, chances are you also have felt that your capacity was maxed out at certain times. Maybe you're feeling maxed out all of the time and you can't catch a break. Obviously, our ability to fit these important things such as motherhood or career or education into our life and do well in these things can tell us where our capacity boundaries are. But I also want to talk about your capacity to grow in your personal development, in your ability to handle criticism, in your ability to remain calm when your kids are not listening to you after your 10th time making a request, or in your willpower to make the decision to go to the gym or to not indulge in something ultimately that you said you were going to quit doing. All of these have to do with capacity. And if you're regularly struggling in any one of these areas, or maybe in all of these areas, then our current capacity is very, very limited. And it's likely that you're stuck in your own little bubble, hitting those same bubble walls over and over. Interestingly, we have a finite capacity in our decision-making and willpower, and if we use up our decision-making power and max out our capacity to make good decisions, it becomes almost impossible to stick to our resolutions, which is what makes planning ahead so important. It frees up our mind from having to make decisions throughout the day so that we don't use up our capacity to do so. If you haven't yet heard my podcast episode titled The Anatomy of a Successful Day, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to it after you finish this one, of course, because I talk more about this concept of setting yourself up for success with proper planning. As moms, I really think we are more open to growth and the ability to take on more in our life when we feel like we are on top of our tasks and we feel like we're living in offense mode versus defense mode. It really isn't until we feel like we've got our ish together and the things we feel we have to do that we can start to work on the things we want to do, like maybe being more present with our kids or nurturing a relationship with a new friend, taking on a new activity like maybe yoga or writing or finding a therapist and working through some personal issues maybe. If we start something, but we don't really feel like we have a good handle on things in our life that critically need to be addressed right away, and I'm talking about things like mail that's been piling up and needs to be processed and addressed. 
you guys. This has been my limiting thing that's been limiting my personal capacity for such a long time now. And just doing this episode is super motivating me to fix this so I can finally move on and have a better functioning mail system at home. It also could be behaviors and habits that our children are doing and that we know we need to address, but we haven't yet. It could be the flow of the household and knowing that we need to create better functioning systems. I've talked in previous episodes about how one of my own self-sabotaging capacity limiting behaviors was drinking wine every night. I was stuck in a cycle of detoxing during the day just to retox at night, living with daily guilt with this. And it wasn't really, it wasn't allowing me to make any real personal progress in any one area of my life, certainly not my health as a result. Um, It could be that our health is deteriorating in other ways, like maybe we keep gaining more and more weight, we can't get a handle on it, or our sleep deprivation keeps getting worse every day. And we live with that constant nagging thought that we know we need to make some changes. It could be that we've been neglecting our relationship with our spouse or partner for so long and every day we're living with this nagging feeling of insecurity because it's been so long since we've reconnected with them. All of these things are examples of things that are limiting our capacity to grow and thrive and live our best life. So what do we do? How do we expand our personal capacity? How do we get to a point where we're living in offense mode instead of defense mode most of the time? How do we get to where we are comfortably able to take on new challenges without the guilt that by taking on something new, we're going to neglect other areas of our life? How do we become so secure in ourselves and in our lives that we no longer have anxiety that things are going to fall apart or that we're going to fall apart at any moment because we're barely hanging on? Okay, I've got five tips for you, so let's get to it. One way to expand your capacity is to create better systems in your life. You need to have systems to reach your goals, get your daily tasks accomplished, and fit the luxuries into your life. And I believe that moms need to have a planner, a day planner, or some sort of daily plan in writing, in actual writing, to organize these things into your time. By the way, I'm going to use this time because it's perfectly fit to quickly tell you about an upcoming course that I'm teaching on how to make over your planner to do just these things I talked about. Reach your daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly goals, address all of your responsibilities and tasks, carry out the non-negotiable things that you determine are important for yourself, fit those things in that you know you need to do, like spending quality time with your kids and your spouse, getting those precious eight hours of sleep every night, hitting the gym, and easily fitting in luxuries like long showers, spa days, and brunch with your girlfriends. In this class, I'm going to teach you how to use a planner to fit all these things into your life and more with ease and with peace. And to get on the interest list for the class, go to themamamiracle.com and put your name and email, and I will let you know as soon as that course is available. When you create better systems, things run smoother and problems are avoided. We need well-constructed systems in our family life, our home life, and our personal life to help keep our families functioning at optimum levels. 
Your personal capacity will always be limited if you keep running into the same problems over and over again. But a good system can be like fixing a train track and allowing that train to do what it's designed to do, to keep chugging along down the track. When you fix the reoccurring problems in your life, you can finally move on to bigger and better things. My second tip for expanding your capacity is to go inward and fix your mindset. A big one here is identifying the limiting beliefs that are holding you back. You may need to work with a life coach or a therapist on this one and help you identify your limiting beliefs. We all have beliefs that we developed based on our past experiences. Someone who is repeatedly ignored or neglected, rejected, or diminished as a child has a really good chance of growing up believing that they are not good enough, they're not worthy, they're not to be valued and taken seriously. Whether or not they realize that this belief is going to impact their life, it's going to impact the decisions that they make in their life and what they're able to accomplish and how they're able to grow. Now, they've got to work on overcoming those beliefs so they can stop telling themselves those things consciously and unconsciously and finally demand better in their life. And the same thing goes for a person who were told over and over again by maybe overprotective parents that or or even religious leaders, um, that the world is a scary place, that they shouldn't take on risks, that there's not enough for everybody in this world. So there's scarcity. These things that were repeated to us by another person can cause us to grow up to be so conservative and to not take risks and to have a lack mindset. We can actually have anxiety about what could happen Or we could have this fear of never having enough. That's the power of our beliefs. The good news is our mindset and our beliefs can be changed. It takes a lot of work and practice, but there is so much incredible progress, innovation, and growth that can be made in a person's life once their mindset changes to better serve them. I recommend doing a lot of personal ongoing reflection to identify where your limiting beliefs are. And once you practice changing those, you will see your capacity grow immensely. My third tip for expanding our personal capacity is to practice being still before reacting. I want you to realize that you don't always have to react or even respond immediately whenever anyone does or says something. You are entitled to taking a moment. Other than, of course, your children are about to hurt themselves or break something, of course you need to jump in and respond in that moment. But I'm talking about when someone says or does something that triggers you. I want you to practice being still and observing your own initial thoughts and feelings. Observe what's happening. Give yourself a moment before you respond. Number one, this puts you in offense mode rather than defense mode. And number two, it gives you a chance to maybe respond in a better way than you previously have in similar situations. There is so much power in stillness. It allows us to catch up with our racing thoughts and to be more proactive and intentional about handling a situation. This is going to stretch you and expand your capacity. It's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to feel good to sit there in stillness and observe your thoughts and feelings. Sometimes it's going to freaking suck to feel your feelings. I'll give you an example of how this happened in my life recently. 
I had a friend who I had made overnight plans with months earlier. She said she was going to be in town this particular weekend and asked if she could stay the night. We'd make a whole fun weekend out of it because we don't get to see each other very often. So as we got closer, we confirmed and then double and triple confirmed as we got closer. And of course, it felt like I arranged my whole life around her visit that weekend. I went grocery shopping. I cleaned the guest room and her bathroom top to bottom. I made the guest bed all nice and cozy. I prepared my kids and I told them that we would be having a guest stay over. And I got them all excited and we planned out what we would do with her. And I cleaned out the rest of the house and told some other friends that I'd be tied up this weekend. So long story short, The day she was supposed to come, she said she was running a little behind and she'd be later than expected. So I said, okay, no problem. I had told my kids that she would be with me when I picked them up from school. Um, So they were excited about that, but it's like, okay, no big deal, right? Then later the evening came along and I was prepping dinner for all of us and I got a message from her that she didn't think she would be able to make it in that night at all, but that she'd definitely see me the next morning for breakfast. So... I'm disappointed, and my kids are too. But at that point, I was like, no worries. Let's just move on. I understand how things go. The next day, she doesn't make it for breakfast, and she texts me later that morning and cancels on me because it just got to be too close to the other commitment she had later that day. My first reaction, as you can imagine, was not so pleasant. Dude, I was mad. Doesn't she know that I was preparing for her for the weekend for even weeks in advance? Doesn't she understand that we rarely get to see each other? And doesn't she value our friendship like I do? I could feel my blood boiling because I felt rejected. I felt I felt stupid for putting so much effort in, for getting my kids excited and basically planning my weekend around this person. But I gave myself a moment of stillness before I responded to her. I just walked away from my phone and allowed myself some time to reflect, calm down, and get my mind right. After some time, I was calm and I wasn't mad anymore. I still felt disappointed that the weekend didn't play out like I planned for. And I told her that I was disappointed, but that I totally understood and I very much valued our friendship and that we'd try again at a time when she didn't have so much going on. Yes, I made a mental note not to put so much time and effort into this person in the future. But I'm not mad at her. I actually feel compassionate and understanding because everyone has reasons for what they do. I don't know her whole story. I don't know her struggles. She definitely did not have ill intention, and she certainly did not want to put me out. It was my own decision to bend over backwards and try to be the perfect host, and I know better now. And giving myself that time and space to just be with my thoughts and feelings before I responded to her made all the difference in how I potentially made her feel and definitely how I made myself feel and how I reacted. I felt so much better about my response than had I have responded to her in those initial moments when I felt mad and hurt. Actually, I walked away with some mad self-respect, you guys. I was proud of what I had learned from the situation. I used the situation to expand my capacity and grow. So the bottom line is, wait before reacting. Give yourself some time. You have a right to take that time for yourself. You don't owe anyone a response or reaction immediately. My fourth tip for expanding your capacity is to invite feedback from others. A lot of people, myself included, 
do not naturally respond well to criticism. It takes a lot of practice and discipline to not be reactive when other people judge or criticize us or to give us advice even. The things that people say about you or to you may or may not be accurate or the truth. People can say whatever they want. You have no control over that, but we absolutely have control of whether or not we choose to believe it. Now, on the other hand, the things that people say about us or to us may have some level of truth to it, and it's in our own best interest to reflect on the feedback and criticism of others. At the very least, it's helpful to know how we are received by others. It doesn't mean that what they said about you is true, but what is true is how they perceived you. At least it's true to them. That's their perception. And so feedback and criticism does give us an opportunity to look at ourselves through other people's eyes, to consider ourselves from their perspective. Do we like their perception of us? Do we think that we are presenting ourselves consistently with what we actually believe in? Are there things that people see in us that maybe we can work on? Again, it's not easy to take criticism or feedback about ourselves from others. And a lot of times we may need to use that last tip and give ourselves a moment to reflect after how we have received feedback so that we can get our minds in the right place and decide what we are going to do with the information we have just received. We grow in our capacity when we practice analyzing criticism and we are able to take it in without letting it affect our self-worth and our self-love. My fifth and final tip for expanding our capacity is putting ourselves in uncomfortable situations. Situations that stretch us, allow us to grow stronger as individuals, and give us opportunities to take on more goodness in our life. One of my really good friends has invited me to join her on a team challenge this upcoming weekend where I will literally be climbing new heights. And I'm terrified of heights, you guys. We're going to be climbing this really, really tall rope ladder and then walking a tightrope from one end of the challenge course to the other, all at very, very ridiculously tall heights. Honestly, my palms are sweating just thinking about it right now, but I'm doing it, you guys. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to get through it. I don't know how much it's going to hurt to be up there, and I'm terrified of that, but I'm going to put myself in this very challenging situation and push myself because I know that once I get through it and complete it, I will come out of it with a newfound respect for what I can achieve in my life. It will give me a level of confidence and strength that I will be able to apply in other situations because a part of me too wants to live this crazy, ridiculous, adventure, fun-filled life. But if I'm always hiding behind my fears, then I'm never going to have that fun that I desire. Put yourself in uncomfortable situations and see how you grow as a person in how you handle yourself. You won't grow unless you're stretched. You've heard this before, that muscles do not become stronger and grow unless they are put to use to the extent that they can actually get tiny little tears in their fibers. Your body then uses proteins to fill in those tears and your muscle is bigger and stronger stretch yourself to the point where it's slightly uncomfortable and you will come out bigger and stronger. Your capacity will expand. Again, those five tips for expanding your capacity were to create better systems, go inward and fix your mindset, 
practice taking a minute and being still before reacting. Invite feedback from others and put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Remember, when our capacity grows, we make room for more good things in our life, including abundance, peace, creativity, and productivity. There is really no limit to your personal potential. As humans, we haven't even come close to what we can accomplish. And I know that you want and can expand your capacity so you can live out your best life. Thank you for listening, for engaging with me, and for investing in yourself. Because by doing the work on yourself, you help make the whole world a better place for your children, for you, and for all of us. As always, you can find the transcript for this episode on my blog at themamamiracle.com. You can find me on Instagram as simply Sarah Munder, or you can follow our Facebook page, which is The Mama Miracle. If you haven't yet, please hit subscribe to this podcast so you can get notified every time I release a new episode. Easily share it with your friends using the share button or take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Don't forget to tag me at Sarah Munder. And if you would graciously, please write a review on iTunes if you found this episode at all valuable in your life. I will feature my favorite reviews each week and yours could be one of them. I'll be back very soon for some more mom motivation here on the Mama Miracle Morning Show. Now go out there, take charge of your day, you beautiful, powerful, and incredible mama. Hey mamas, one quick thing before you go. I mentioned this earlier, but I wanted to remind you I'm launching a day planner makeover course that I believe will dramatically transform your life because I'll teach you how to not only better manage your time so that you're less stressed and overwhelmed, less stretched for time, but I'll show you how using a planner is absolutely essential to reaching your goals and accomplishing anything and everything you want in your life, including all of those luxuries for moms like good sleep, showers, and exercise. Again, if you want to get on my interest list, go to themamamiracle.com. That's the mama M-A-M-A, miracle.com. And a light box will pop up where you can put uh, your name and email to get on the interest list. I'm so excited to see you all there.